Hi everyone, Greg Keely here from How's Your Headspace. Uh, as you know, we, we cover a lot of different avenues and the different aspects of people's mental health. And I wanted to stretch outside from my clients and, and my experiences and actually embrace some beautiful people around me. And I'm here on the Sunshine Coast. I've been living here for about four years. And I've watched the journey of a young man who is, is just very inspiring. He, um, his name is Kobe Williams. He owns a gym, uh, strength and fitness gym on the Sunshine Coast called Impact Strength and Fitness. He's a young man. He's got big dreams. He's got big aspirations. He's got a, um, we were having a chat and uh, Kobe was mentioning that during the COVID situation, how challenges through stress on new businesses um, has had an impact on him. So I just wanted to throw over to Kobe and introduce you to him, everyone, and um, and see what sort of journey he's had and how health and fitness has, has improved so many of people that he knows and clients in our current COVID world. So uh, welcome, Kobe. Um, just uh, like to introduce yourself, give us a brief rundown and um, yeah, just uh, you run with it, mate. And I'll just ask some questions that I think might inspire some people because from what I see uh, from the outside, you're, uh, you're in incredible shape. You look like a machine. <laughs> um, you, you've mate. got one of the most positive attitudes that I know and I've come across on the Sunshine Coast and you're an absolute delight to talk to. Yeah. So um, I'd love to love people to, to know that how do you control that, uh, especially during these challenges? And I know, you know, gyms have been closing and all that sort of stuff. So, so I'll jump into you. And, and probably the first question is, is how you've gotten to where you are, yeah. um, especially in today's economic and pandemic sort of a climate. Well, mate, uh, it's a pleasure chatting to you. Always enjoy our chats in the gym, that's for sure. Um, but my journey started uh, when I was in high school. I always wanted to be a professional sports player, whether it was tennis or football. Um, I was pushing hard, had coaches working with me, um, and I had a teacher who came to me one day and said, I, if you couldn't play professionally, what was your backup plan? And I had no backup plan. That's all I was heading for. And and she's, she's sort of embed this seed in my mind that what if, you couldn't be a professional uh, sportsman, but you could coach people to be better sportsmen, you know? And and that really um, that really got to me. And so I started on my journey of, of becoming a strength and conditioning coach, a personal trainer, did it straight out of school. Um, unfortunately, my sporting career didn't get to where it wanted to be, but I'd already had those plans in place thanks to that teacher in, in grade 11 um, Fantastic, who, yeah. who sowed that seed and you know I've worked my whole career um, about around helping people and that's not only just physically but mentally and I'm a big believer in treating people right and a big part of my, my business was around you know how you treat people is the one of the most important facets of your business. And I don't care what style of business you are, if you're good with people, then your business has every opportunity to succeed. Um, so people for me was always the number one. And and I said that, you know, if you know, if we keep focusing on people and making sure that their, you know, their experience is the best experience we can, then the money will follow. And that's always been my my sort of main philosophy. 
when I was a full-time trainer, I was doing over 70 half an hour sessions a week, um, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody, but you know, I really love what I do, what I did and I was driven um, and I sort of hit the ceiling and I couldn't get any more sessions in my, my week. So I had to look outside the box of what my next step was as a trainer. And I started hiring trainers to work with me. I got up to 10 trainers working for me and, uh, and created a little business around that. And then decided that I wanted to own my own gym and started to work hard towards owning my own gym. Um, where we're sitting now, Impact Strength and Fitness, this is my second gym that I've had. Started my first gym in North Lakes between the Sunshine Coast and Brisbane. Had that for three years and then sold it. And I always knew that I wanted to come back to the Sunshine Coast because that's my home. And now we've been at Impact Strength and Fitness for three and a half years. So it's been an amazing, amazing journey. Um, obviously the last 12 months has been a little bit uh, of, a, of an interesting journey within the world and the fitness industry. Um, but, you know, we've stuck with it and pushed it, pushed through. Um, and, you know, we're still ticking along now, which is great. How do you, um, like just a couple of things there, when you, when you actually got to that ceiling and you thought, well, this is it, what was if we flash back to that what's going through your mind at that level because you're getting pretty burnt out at those sort of hours that you're doing yeah if you've got a partner or you're in a relationship or you've got kids it's very very difficult to maintain that and i i i know i see a lot of clients that are through, going through divorces because they're having affairs behind their partner's back and it's not an affair with someone else you know for human nature it's actually an affair with their business where they're just so caught up in their business so where was your mentality there that okay how am i going to get back to normality because i know there's a lot of people working so hard during this COVID to try and keep their business going and a big thing is trying to think outside the box like you did and bring in some sort of idea of working smarter not harder if you think back to that moment, how did you overcome that and sort of what, what sparked you to get to that level and, and, and sort of step outside what you'd been doing that had been working for so long? Yeah, well, when I was at that stage, Greg, I was doing 20 sessions a day. So I would see 20 people a day. And, and a lot of people would go, oh, you know, you're only doing half an hour sessions. But when your mentality, <laughs> When you when your mentality is I want to give this person the best possible experience, doesn't matter whether it's your first client of the day or your twentieth client of the day, for them it's still the yeah. first time. So you have to be on. And I started um, I so, I started not enjoying the industry. I I didn't like personal training anymore. Um, yeah. I resented waking up early and and. Um, I didn't have the patience to deal with people like I usually like I usually would, and that was the sign that I said no. I need to make some changes, um, and uh, and the hours didn't change when I started putting trainers on. I still was working big hours, but my focus was changed. I was only doing you know 15 sessions a week for me personally, but I had a team now that I was looking after, so my whole purpose changed. Yeah. And that's what gave me another drive, another push forward. That's um, changed your whole mental mental health as well, because all of a sudden, 
Um, when, 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 we're, when we're challenged by uh, either overwork or like you said, you started losing the passion that you had because it was just getting way too much to cope, um, resenting waking up, things like that. When we make that change, and it's important for people to understand exactly that's a perfect perfect thing that you're saying when you make that change yeah. you start focusing on something else and your whole mental health changes then doesn't that's it right. yeah you got new goals new challenges so yeah keep going that's fantastic well done that's great yeah. it's it's one of those things where people don't understand you've got physical fatigue you've got mental fatigue but then you've also got emotional fatigue as well and that's what i found even with my current journey um with impact like that emotional fatigue that you can feel, uh, it can sort of creep up on you. You know, you might feel like you've got a lot of physical energy, but uh, you got to be really aware of where your emotional energy is and, and how much you're giving out because it gets to the stage where all of a sudden you'll just hit that brick wall and something will have to break. And it's usually a relationship. It's usually, um, you know, your health or your fitness or anything along those lines, you know? so. For me right now, even sitting with you, I know that I'm sitting on that edge of sort of emotional fatigue and I need to, and I've got great people around me that tell me straight away when I, when I need to, I might need to pull back a little bit or, you know, have one or two days off just to be able to recoup that, that energy and, and switch the phone off. So, um, you know, once I started working with staff and, and having a team around me that I was, um, I was the leader of, you know, it comes with a lot of other challenges and, and that's probably personally when a lot of my own anxiety, um, I've never, I've been very fortunate, I've never dealt with um, depression. Uh, I've had a lot of clients that I've helped through depression, through exercise and through nu good nutrition, but I've never dealt with it personally. Um, but I have, you know, since having staff had forms of anxiety you know that I've had to deal with and uh, and I've done that through just simple breath work and, and stuff like that but um, yeah that emotional fatigue is something that I feel like you need to really watch as a business owner or as anyone really yeah perfect and so what what sort of you talked about that breathing exercises that sort of help you reduce your anxiety levels when they start like like if you thought about when those anxiety starts building do you does your body show you some signs and then when those signs come what sort of breathing exercises do you do yeah a lot of the, a lot of the times greg is just simply when i was just driving to work you know i'm yeah. i'm visualizing my day um, i'm visualizing the things that i need to do and potential conversations that i have to have with staff and you know i start just shortness of breath um you know my posture changes I, my shoulders are elevated so i'm like driving to work and i'm like everything's tensed up and i literally just while i'm driving um there's no there's no method to it i just try and excel um ex breathe out as as much air as i can until i can't breathe out any more air then i just slow my breathing down and be really purposeful with my breathing and I do that for approximately 60 seconds and I start to I start to feel the effects of that and I start to calm down. But it's um, you still have to have those hard conversations in your workspace. You still have to come up with the situations. But, you know, just that time where you can be aware of how you're feeling and then sort of, for me, it was just simple like breathing techniques that sort of helped me prepare for that. But um, 
you know, I think my wife dealt with it as well. <laughs> she got the, the the hard end sometimes of some frustrations with me, but yeah, that breathing really helped me. That's for sure. Fantastic. Um, remind me too. I've got an amazing um, way for you to just get rid of all that negative stress and all that sort of stuff. So remind me about that later. Yeah. We'll have a set. We'll have a session later. But yeah, sure. um, what what I wanted to also ask you is is with the staff and you've got these things you don't want to do and they're making you feel sick and they're going, oh, I've got to speak to this person or, you know, and it can be clients as well, no doubt. Um, in the business world now where people are getting stuck down and they're having to let stuff off or we're trying to think outside the box and they've got all this stress. Is there a method you use when you get into work to actually have that conversation with that staff member or a time during the session where you're going to have a conversation with a with a client like um do you have a method where and i remember i i read a, a book many many years ago called leak that frog where it's uh, i don't know <laughs> everyone laughs at that so it's exactly what it is is the most disgusting thing you could ever think of get it out of the way and then otherwise it just eats at you and eats at you and it can ruin your entire day yeah exactly man i was going to say the same thing i think uh, the terminology i was using is eat the toad um same thing uh and it honestly works you know um you have to plan to get it done as soon as possible um get it done at the start of the day otherwise it's just going to make you super unproductive for the rest of the day um if you wait for it in the afternoon or you know you keep putting it off um you know it's it's not a good way to it's not a good way to um to run your run your business and, and have those hard conversations um, and i think sometimes our mind automatically goes to the worst case scenario whereas most people really they really uh respond very well to clear communication and open communication you know whereas if we bottle some words down or bottle some things down then um, all of a sudden it explodes and it might come out in a completely different way that you actually originally designed it to come out um, so because yeah, emotion emotion really screws up communication doesn't it especially in business business is business yeah. um, you know relationships are relationships they're two totally different things but um, yeah you're spot on there mate that's, that's fantastic and um, so so with the amount of hours that you're working and you've got these people and i wanted to ask you about how you got to the stage where you were open enough to people to say hey kobe mate you know go and have a break buddy you're giving me the shits or you're talking to people a bit harshly how do you stomach that being the owner of the business and having that team around you and say kobe mate you know you're a bit over the top or i don't know how the how do they what do they say to you and how do how have you got to that level where just maybe being so open and, and actually looking within instead of saying it's their fault? Yeah. It, um, first thing I notice, I start making mistakes in and around the gym. Um, you know, I was supposed to call this person back and I forgot to call them back or, um, you know, I'm, I'm not doing things at a hundred percent of where they need to be. If I was like on, um, and then unfortunately i'm not i'm not the best at hiding uh my facial emotions you know so um you know i try my best to to put on a brave face when i'm struggling but 
the people closest around, closest to me can tell, you know, even the clients that I've been training for years and years and years, I'll think that I'm doing a great job training them and I'm like there and I'm 100%, but they'll come out and go, look, I can see that you're really tired and that you're just emotionally Ooh, drained yeah. and, uh, and you need to you need to take some time off. And that's only a small number of clients that I've been training for 10 to 15 years plus who know me very well um, and are stuck by me. And I've given them the freedom to speak into my life, um, you know, because I've, I train clients to be stronger, um, healthier, you know, to feel good, but then as a trainer, there's clients out there that have got more life experience than you that can speak into your life, you know? And, and I learn from my clients as much as what I probably give them. Um, That's so, fantastic. So you're yeah. a very open-minded with it. Yeah, big time, mate. I, I love listening, I love learning, like anywhere that I can I can learn from an experience. Um, I'm now fortunate enough that I, I can be in a position where I can choose my clients. So. A lot of times my clients, they don't, probably don't know this, but they invest into my life just as much as I invest into theirs, you know. And that's a, that's a very important point. And then something I learned in business a long time ago is not all business is good business, is it? Yes, that's it right. It gets that mind going. And that leads me to that question is when you have had a, when you're at that teetering point of maybe being burnt out or especially with all this stress, so many different areas, stressing you you know financial stress covid stress all this stuff that all impacts and all gels together yeah how do you being a performer like you said you always used to try hard how do you how does your thoughts process go at the end of the day when you go oh yeah right i really needed to um to take a step back do you beat yourself up a bit about the fact that you treated someone like that or you said something and they noticed and pointed it out to you do you do you how's your thought process go around how you've performed yeah um if i've made a mistake i've learned very quickly to just own up to the mistake just get it out look i stuffed up here um you know this is this is on me i really apologize this is what i need to do to fix it um once i've done that i I can move on, you know, and um, because of the way that I treat people and the the relationships that I have with people, if I make a mistake, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough now that a lot of people are very receptive of my apologies and they're like, sweet Kobe, no worries, all good. Um, it's water under the bridge and away we go. Um, but I do relive different conversations as most of us do yeah. and, um, and 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 you know I try not to try not to think about it. I just go okay, just learn from it and, and move on to the next the next thing. You know, um, in business, especially in a business like ours, like you can't hang on to things for too long. You got to be able to just like cut it, done, dealt with, and then move on. Otherwise, you know, the industry's moved on and you're still back ten steps backwards. You know, um, so you got to be able to be able to. In that position where you can just live up to your mistakes and then uh, and then get through it. But mate, I, there was a time, and I still find confrontation very difficult. Um, and when I'm saying talking about confrontation, I'm not talking about yelling. I'm just having hard conversations. I find them difficult. But 
I guess you wouldn't be human if you didn't, you know. Um, we never want to have difficult conversations with our staff. Um, and I don't micromanage. Um, I just, you know, we're all adults. You've got a task to do. Let's get in and do it. That's my philosophy. So, mm. and yeah. This is perfect that you just be yourself. And that's that's all people can be. We're all, uh, especially like I've, I've been, I've had 38 jobs in my life and I've tried to adapt to each one tried to be what I wasn't and then therefore you might only stay with a job for four months or six months or whatever because it's just not you and it's yeah. just perfect and it's golden what you've said there that you just be yourself and you just need to just say okay look I stuffed up sorry about that um, and then you know most people are just go because you're real right most people are going to go well okay well let's I can help you fix it or people will always step up to help people like you that are just open and wear their heart on their sleeves so that's fantastic yeah. Yeah. i wanted to i wanted to go into just after that when you own up um how do you with all these hours and everything balance family life with work life is there a method you use to switch off so when you get home you're just not living all the way until you go to sleep which which a lot of people today are trying to struggle with because they're trying to keep their businesses afloat um, let alone be a performance, you know, and, and succeed. So how do you switch off? Is there a method that you use? When when I first built, um, and I've got fantastic business partners, Colin and Lynette, they're absolutely amazing. Can't speak highly of them, but for a long time and still sometimes to this day, I use the word handcuffed. I felt handcuffed to the business, um, you know, because when you started at your, you're working in it you're doing everything everything comes back to you um, and uh, I still feel like that sometimes but you know um, always try and look at positive that comes out of something and you know if a client comes to me and, uh, and asks me this question my first instance is always health you know um, your your training needs to be um, the way that you invest back into yourself you know you um, you spend 30 minutes with the right training program in the gym and the way that you feel when you leave gym or you leave that exercise program is just amazing and it feels like you can then go through and really um, tackle whatever you've got to do for the rest of the day. Um, but for me, because I work in the gym, I'm here so many hours, the training for me, I'm still surrounded by work i look it down at the floor and i know that floor needs to get vacuumed or, you know, I see yeah. the weights we've had a busy morning in the gym and all the weights are sort of not packed up the way that i like them to be so that in then i'm using my own training time to actually still work in the business um but during covid last year when we got locked down for i think it was three months um i picked up my tennis racket again and I hadn't picked up my tennis racket since I played competitive as a kid. So it'd been probably 15 years. And I tell you what, Greg, like tennis for me um, has been not a lifesaver, but it's just been a huge release that I'm still training five, six days in the gym, still getting my workouts in the gym, but the tennis has just been a whole new ball game for me because taking my mind off my business and I'm putting it on this little yellow ball that I'm chasing around the court and it's been a huge release so whereas training and health is a great release for a lot of people for me it's been tennis um, and 
I mean, my work-life balance is not the greatest. Um, I'm still putting way too many hours into work um, and I've got a fantastic wife who supports what I do. Um, but I don't see any other way at this stage, you know, like I've got big goals and when I'm home, I'm home. That's the how, cool how, thing. how do you do that? So that's what I was going to go to next. When you're home, how do you stop picking up that phone? How do you stop checking those emails? How do you stop? How do you switch off when you get home? So it's home life. How can yeah. you, because I deal with a lot of people um, in different planes of the realm of consciousness. There's their conscious mind, their unconscious, and then their super conscious. Yeah. So um, it's very difficult. And I, and I found it because I was a high performer in, in property and business um, yeah. to switch off. And it consumed me. I burnt out many, many times. So yeah. how do you switch off? How, how do you just say, I am at home now? This is the way it is. Yeah, so the biggest thing was firstly my emails. Um, I just came to the realization that if I get an email anytime after 12 p.m. on a Friday, um, it can wait now till Monday morning. It's like that's just um, that's just a, a, a normal for me. Um, Fantastic, that's great. Yeah, you know, even I haven't done this personally, but I say to people, even if you have to put an automatic reply on your emails that yep. switches on from 12 p.m. on a Friday or whatever time you like, and it doesn't. Just lets them know, hey, I'm out of the office until Monday morning. Um, phone calls are a little bit different because I'm the first to call if something's up in the gym at the moment. Um, but I just, I have to have a mental, uh, I need to be purposeful about where I spend my, my mind space when I'm at home. And my kids now are old enough now, nine and six, to tell me if, you know, I've been on my phone for too long. Um, yep. And uh, unfortunately, because of my business, I'm still um, I'm still on my phone a little bit over the weekend, but nowhere near as much as what I used to, you know? Um, so it's, I think, um, it's I think that's fantastic. Sorry? It's about that purposeful thinking yeah. and, and knowing yeah. what you need to do and, and write it down. Like if, even if you have to write it down, you know, that's, that's a goal. That's fantastic, and I know, and I, and I relate. To, I know I know people that do that. So, when I was um, I was doing really well myself in business, a couple of the uh, one of the one of the the women that worked alongside me was did that. She said, "Today's Thursday. I have a day off for myself. I'll call you back tomorrow." You know, just left that message as soon as at the end of the day switch off. But one thing that that you might be able to benefit from, especially with your unconscious and actually accepting that. And anyone that's listening to this, something I got taught by a coach I paid a lot of money many, many, many years ago was what does a doctor do at the end of his day after seeing, I don't know, 50 patients? Does he get in his car, go home and carry all our ailments and illnesses to home with him? So, you know, oh, Greg's going through this issue, Kobe's going through this. Of course he doesn't, does he? It's just, it's just their clients and we can leave yeah. them alone. Yeah. So... An, an analogy, uh, a good unconscious analogy for you to use and for anyone else is the doctor's white coat. And I used to get home at the end of the day, my phone would still be going. I'd be on a phone call. I would sit in the garage in the car and continue that phone call or anything else that had to be done. 
and and sometimes I'd be in there for an hour, you know, and, and yeah. the fam, my family would be inside going, oh, Dad isn't home yet, he's on the phone. Then when I'd get out or I'd get home, as I walked into that front door, I would actually go through the motion, especially at the start, I would go through the motion of taking off a white coat and hanging it up on that door jam and go, that's it, it's gone. Yeah. Phone yeah. got turned off. You can't, obviously a business owner, you have your phone on, but then you, you're you more reactive putting out fires and that's okay. Yeah. But for you to switch off, and it was, it was fantastic, it worked amazing. And especially at the end, I would just then walk in, actually look up to where that hook was, where so many times I'd put that imaginary coat yeah. and just go, there it is. And, and it was off. Yeah. And then a big thing is when we get home is our beautiful spouses or the family go, hey, dad, how was your day? What do we do? We just go back into, oh, well, I had this client, I had that. So you're just sucking it all back into that family time again. So yeah. it's really important that we have that discipline and say, put that coat up. How was your day, dad? Well, I missed you guys. How was your day? And leave it alone because that's yeah. that's how we burn out. And that's amazing that you do that. But I just wanted to share that tip with you because it works so well for so many people that I've worked with and also for myself. So use yeah, that analogy. It. Yeah, yeah, love it. But, so let's, let's just quickly look at, that's, that's amazing the way you're so structured. And, and yeah, look, even someone that I see with that as a machine and such a positive person has has so much going on in their life and they're trying to balance and trying to cope but let's look at how your clients the ones that you know that are open enough to talk about depression suicide thoughts deaths in the family whatever all these massive things that really affect us how does the gym or working out or training how do you see it benefiting them um, by way of actually what you were talking about distraction instead of sitting at home and just moping and, and the world just gets bigger and smaller and smaller inside your own head yeah. how do you see your clients benefit from the sort of training that you offer um with their mental health yeah well what it brings to these people is purpose you know and i think if if we have purpose within our lives then we're more willing to to engage in different activities in our life, you know. Like if we if we feel like we can give something, if we feel like we belong somewhere, that is that that's the key. And what I found was the gym just brings that sense of uh, sense of self worth to a lot of people that you know other things in their life doesn't you know people search through alcohol they search for you know drugs or whatever and you know it gives them a sense of um disengagement to their current lifestyle but there's no purpose behind it and i've found that people that come into the gym and when they have a program a specific program for the season that they're going through in their life that's really key right there is they can come into the gym, they walk in the gym, they know what they're doing, and then they can give the best that they can, even if it's, if they're very time poor at the moment, even if it's a 15 or 20 minute session, there's purpose behind it, you know? And that's how I've found um, has helped people in the past. Like, Greg, I've even had clients who, 
I've, I've asked them just to come into the gym and sit on the stool at the front of the gym. Be there for five minutes, then walk out. But just the, the, the purpose behind coming to the gym, getting out of their environment, their normal environment, and coming to the gym and uh, just sitting at the front and just hanging out for five minutes, then the next one, the next level to that, I said, I want you to come to the gym and I want you to walk all the way to the back of the gym and all the way to the front and then you can leave. And what that's doing is slowly bringing them in. Um, and these, a lot of these clients that I'm talking about right now, clients that are just like in deep depression that they've got no hope, they've got nothing, but they're, they're so willing to, to get out of that and try, try anything essentially. Um, and then the next step from that is like, I want you to come in and I just want you to sit on a bike and pedal for five minutes and then you can leave, you know? And over time, these people become more and more invested in the gym. They might start saying hello to people. Um, hopefully, you know, I've seen my staff or any of my team, um, you know, engage with these people a little bit more. They're talking to more people. And, before they know it, they're, they're starting to invest in proper training and, um, and and they've come, they're not completely out of their depression, but they're on the way to a, to a better purpose-filled life, you know? Um, and unfortunately, COVID, um, the effects that that's had on people just because they can't exercise the way that they should be exercising is, uh, it's uh, it's demoralising. Like it's it's not the way that we've been designed. And what I found is people, unfortunately, people if they don't have the gym, a lot of people don't know how to train effectively with minimal equipment, or um, or even if they've got a little bit of equipment, they don't know how to put the the programs together. So that's something that we did very very intently is to come up with some online training and online programming just for we were doing it for free where we you know sending it out on our social media just say here's a 20 minute workout that you need to do today you don't need any equipment and i was getting messages about how much that was helping people during during lockdown we're in queensland we're not in lockdown anymore but i'll tell you what those lockdowns um you know if people don't have the right support behind them with their training it's um it's catastrophic you know and that's yeah, that's a classic example of you thinking outside the box because i remember i went through the stage and i go to your gym and um and there was a bigger shinier gym that opened up around the corner and i thought okay that's going to be me so i left left impact and went around the corner and covid was coming in it was just it was last year march last year and they were very much poor us, poor us. How are we going to cope? We want people to still keep paying us because we're not going to have to close our gym. And it was very negative mindset of poor me, poor me. Where everyone was going through that, and I understood that. But then what shined through this sunlight, like this light sunlight behind me, is just like Kobe Williams has come out with this app that's going to show me all these different things that I can do at home. Um, and it's positive and it guys keep going this is going to help you through this we can all get through this together and I just thought no way there's this guy is just using everything positive to help people rather than 
take my money as a gym and straight away what did i do i cancelled i came back and i said i can't go anywhere else mate you're yeah. you're you're what what you do for people and your staff and your crew is all about me as a as a client and yeah. that's what i saw stand out so well with you and i've written down here what about that app you did you know yeah. where everyone else was crying poor me poor me and, and yeah look, there was a lot of people but you, th you thought outside the box and thought well how can i keep my clients going through this hard these hard changes because you're putting yourself in their position it was just fantastic um yeah. i've actually sent quite a few clients to the gym as well because um uh, that the, the, that have suffered some some serious um mental health challenges myself and wow what a change i've seen you know all of a sudden exactly what you said they have purpose and look they might come in for a one-on-one -on -one session but all of a sudden they're joining up the group classes and making different friends different yeah. everyone's got the same positive attitude so yeah. i see my clients attitudes just change as well and i go well how was your week and they're like oh it's fantastic you know i did this i'm I entered into this eight-week challenge and i've done all these things whoa what a difference to their mindset so right. it's yeah. amazing for them to do that um one thing I wanted to also touch on what you said is the anxiety a lot of people have, especially joining a gym for the first time, just coming in and feeling the vibe that you do. And I see a lot of testimonials clients write about you that, you know, that they, they were anxious. How do they go to a new gym? Everyone's sitting there looking at themselves in mirrors and, and there's fit, healthy people and they're not fit. They're yeah. not healthy, but they're just so embraced. And the fact is come in and check it out. Someone will chat to you and, um, or, or you just be by yourself, but slowly baby steps through it. It's just fantastic. And and I just can't recommend your gym highly enough, especially to people going through mental health challenges. So, um, so look, yeah, look, it's just fantastic. And, and I think what you're doing is amazing, mate. You're growing your business. Um, you, you're trying to keep together so many different aspects during the challenging times. And um, if, if there's something you want to, you want to close on for me for this, um, this interview which i really appreciate you doing yeah. what, what what would you like to say like as far as um you know, whatever any part of your life professional yeah. or personal yeah mate I, I mean i i love to be able to speak on your platform mate, and speak to your your um amazing clients and the one thing that i i would say is you know as a as a as um a community as humans we have massive expectations on ourselves you know just huge amount of expectations and sometimes we've got to unravel those expectations and then just simply just take one step forward and that's a huge win on some days you know and you know i think re-evaluating re what our expectations are of ourselves each day um, so i've got a to-do list that i have to get through every day um, that I write the morning that morning um, I find it's best for me to write in the morning now my expectations of when I first started I had a list of six to ten things on my on my to-do list um, I've had to reevaluate my expectations and just go for three and if I get those three done in the day it's a tick for me um, and you know whatever can be rolled over to the next day is 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 okay and that's what we have to remember um with our training it's 
just start simple. You know, we don't have to be training seven days a week at, for two hours a day straight away. You know, just one session a week, get the body moving is where you need to start and, and break down those expectations of what society feels like we need to be doing. And um, you know, what's, what's right for you right now in the season that you're in. And that's what I'd probably leave with guys. And, uh, and uh, I love it, love the industry. Good on you, man. And so just what you've said there, 37 year, years old, the insight that you have where you just minimise the amount of goals that you have to achieve for that day. And therefore, unconsciously, you set yourself up for a win instead of 15 time things. And I know I was burning out in my times where, you know, my wife would say, when are you coming home? It's nine o'clock at night. And I say, I've still got 15 things I've got to do, you know. Right. Um, it was just so imbalanced. And and for your insight and your balance now is just, is, is gold. And I hope um, whoever listens to this can take some stuff away. And and for, for clients or potential people of yours or mine or anyone who's just wants to, to try and get through these current, um sort of impacts that we have uh, all around us how can someone get in touch with with your gym and, con- and and sort of have a chat with either you or one of your staff and just say look i'm not having a good time um you know maybe i i, I can't pay for my membership up front or whatever how can they get in touch with you yeah mate so they can jump on our website which is um impactstrengthandfitness.com.au uh, and they can there's ways that you can contact us on our website. Otherwise, we're very uh, interactive on our social media. So Impact Strength and Fitness on Facebook, Impact Australia on, or Impact AUS on Instagram. Um, but you can you can jump on those platforms and, and get hold of us. Or simply, if you're on the Sunshine Coast, just drop into the gym and we'd, we'd love to have a chat and, uh, and open up that conversation about how training and potentially nutrition can help along with your holistic health. Perfect. And where are you located? Whereabouts are you? Mate, we're at Ruana on uh, on Nicklin Way on the Sunshine Coast. And um, yeah, great little spot right on the main road there. So heaps of parking and heaps, heaps of opportunities for people to drop in. And what about remote clients, mate? Do you still, are you still doing those apps or where, where are you going with that? So. So how can someone in, say, Sydney and Melbourne that's in lockdown, these poor people that can't even get outside, yeah. how can they follow you and, and uh, maybe get on board and sign, <coughs> excuse me, sign up for your yeah. training app? Yeah, so same thing, our, our online training app is still up and running. Still got a lot of people in the gym using it, which is great. Um, so yeah, they can get touch base with us via our website um, or social media platforms and, and we can um, we can go through it. So. That's the personalized program that we do on the app. Um, I'm doing all the videos. It's like you've got me in your phone teaching you how to do the exercises, which is great. So yeah, they can jump on our website and contact us through there and um, it's easy done. Can they also find you say in the app store or on um, you know, the, the, Google, the uh, iPhone app store and stuff like that? Well, with our online programming, it is on the App Store, but I'll have to send them a personalized link to get their personalized program through the App Store. So, uh, so yeah, that's probably the best way. The way it works is I've, we have a bit of a phone consultation, um, find out exactly what your goals are and what your situation is, and then we can program a, an exercise program that's specific to your needs and, and go from there. 
Fantastic, mate. Well, that's Kobe Williams from Impact Strength and Fitness. Mate, you're an inspiration. You think outside the box. Uh, I wish you the best of success with your growth. And um, thank you so much for sharing some insights, ups and downs, and some great tips with my clients or anyone who just, uh, you know, wants to improve their mental health. Thank you, Kobe Williams. All right. Thanks, Greg. Thank you.